Why don't you take the intro? Hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits in... It was overcast today. It was sunny. It was sunny. Santa Cruz, California. It was we sunny. have a freaking full house tonight. Mm-hmm. You forgot uh, to say Recycle Garage. Um, I did. No, you didn't. No, no you didn't. didn't. <laughs> hey well, that, there. Well, that's where we are. <laughs> hey there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been a while. Do you want me to do the roll call? Yeah, go for it. All right. Hey, we got in the garage tonight. First of all, I want to say... We do a roll call before we set up to find out how many people. I think this is more than what we expected because we bit. are brimming here. Yeah, that so, or we can't count. Hey, this is Liza running the board. We got Zach. Yes. Over in the corner, we got Bagel. Hey, how you doing? Then we got Mike. Uh, <laughs> you got nothing now. He stole it. Yeah, he took my line. I got one. Uh, lick my spike and taste the rainbow. Oh. oh, that's colostomy sad. bags. What's that's a good one. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> hard, to, hard to follow that up. Next yeah. to that, we got Adrian. Yeah, hi. And uh, watch out for the herpes on the syphilis bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next to me, we got Knock. Ass and titties. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Naked Jim. <laughs> Why am I here with these people? My God. You know exactly you why you're here. Up, you know There's exactly like why you're tonight. here. This should be fun. There was a court order involved, wasn't there? There usually is. <laughs> and then guard in the garbage can. We got Michael. Howdy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> and on the pretty girl couch tonight, we've got Douglas. Boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Those are boobies. Oh, you got to hand me that magazine and when you're done with it. Next to that, we got, uh, we got Cat. They're they're actually pretty nice boobies. <laughs> not gonna be able to. They get got the little pages flowers apart. on them. <laughs> Ooh. Then next we got Micah. Hi. I have nothing creative to say. Did you fall over this week? No, I didn't. Hey! I stalled a couple times, but no dropping it. So it doesn't count. We're good because of the water. It's fine. Doesn't yeah, count. it's fine. And wearing the pink crown of penises, we have Isaac. <laughs> you got a purred in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Next to that, we have Andy. That's me. Then we got Quiet Matt. Hey. <laughs> then we got Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and then the somewhere, somewhere in the room, invisible to me, we have Emma. Yes, and uh, I'm getting funky on the mic like a bunch of old collard greens, darling. <laughs> 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 wow! I don't even is, know how to process. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you just don't. <laughs> the British level just got <laughs> stepped the fuck up. Oh, yes. Thank wow. you. Wow. So yeah, we got a big house, you guys. I'm feeling like this is like the gang is back together. Like we've been like everyone's been like off and doing stuff, and it's like this is fun. We're getting the band again. back together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, We're on a mission from God. Get, We're on a mission from who brought God. the cowbell? <laughs> Can All I right. be the groupie? Ding, ding. <laughs> no, you can grope, though. You can the groupie? Group groupie. <laughs> the group groupie. <laughs> so let's get to what we did this weekend, because... This, this girl's areola is tattooed. <laughs> That's what I was saying. They've got little flowers on them. Wow. What the... Wow. It's not little. No, Those they're not little. little. Oh, but they're also like bolt-on tits. So they're what like, is the title of that magazine? Oh, no, tattoo them. Basket Case Magazine. Ba- ba- oh, awesome. Shout out to Basket Case. 
there's, yeah, so there's some boobies and bikes. There's some boobies. Now I understand. It makes sense. Nox got a boner. It's <laughs> on topic. Hey, no, that's because he's true. sitting next Could to me. Could you hand me that thing up there behind you? <laughs> just just dry the pages apart, Nox, because we don't want to stuck. Yo, can I see that magazine when you're done? I'm gonna. No, it's rotating this way first. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you guys. So let's get to what we did this week. Um, let's go ahead and start with Micah because you've been having a problem with tipping over. I have on slight. your G- new to you GS five hundred, your mm-hmm. first bike. So you went to go take the Road Rider two class. Yes, it was a ton of fun. Um, I know that we did an episode on this somewhat recently, but honestly, like if you have the chance to take this class, take the fucking class. Um, <laughs> there was for my class, the uh, the instructor to person ratio was like over one instructor to per per person. There were seven people and eight instructors, wow. which was amazing and we got to um i got to work with the same instructor all day for all of my drills and she came on the track with me which was actually it was megan um and so that oh, was cool. amazing mean, mean megan yeah yeah <laughs> no mean megan is now kind Megan. yeah she she Lies. was awesome she uh worked with me really really well and it was awesome in the first half an hour i was so much more comfortable on my bike um which was awesome and the track sessions were so much fun it was a really good weekend. What kind of skills did you do? Um, lots and lots of circles, um, but there was lots of mental things happening too. Like uh, one of my favorite parts was actually the hardest for me. We went in a circle for a while and then you had to push the handlebars farther down than you um, wanted to to get inside of the circle that you were going in. That's a fun one. It was That's a fun amazing. one. That was one of um, my favorite ones too. Because it really gets you to, you can go farther down than you expect to, uh, which I I was going not using as much of the tire and then after that I was using way more of the tire and it just got me more comfortable with everything. So I was wondering because we've had um, Doug and Zach and Kat who've all done this class mm-hmm. who are, you know, comfortable riders and here you're a brand new rider and I was wondering if it would actually be too much for you to get into but you'd say no absolutely not it was i'm so glad that i took it uh now because the only reason that i took it now was it's the last one for the season and there's not going to be another one for a couple months and so Mm -hmm. i decided that it's now or never um a good idea to do it right now and uh when i did the msf course i was in on a much lighter bike than what i am on now and so then immediately going to my bike i didn't i never wanted to get on it and do rides it was always charlie convincing me hey if you want to do this we should actually get you on the bike and do some seat time um and so doing this uh made me so much more comfortable and made me actually want to ride my bike which is so important for all of that and before like i was having trouble um doing u-turns just on my street and now like i can do corners much better like all the body positioning stuff was so interesting i'm so much more comfortable in the class yeah since i took the class on my bike. so you've been riding on the street since then yeah, we went on a ride today. Um, I got a little ride together because I wanted to take out my bike after we fixed it. Um, there was water in my tank, so yeah. <laughs> uh, if that was a, a theme bit of a for problem. today, it was water in your tank. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so after we fixed it, I wanted to go on a little ride, and so we went on Westcliff, and I kept up with the group pretty much for the whole time. There was one part where Except I stalled for the maniacs. out. <laughs> yeah. There was one part where I um, stalled, and I don't know if that was the water or my clutch not being. I'm not as great as with my clutch yet, but it's. I'm getting much much better, and I'm not stalling as much at all. Um, 
And the only part that I like totally was like, fuck this, I'm not following them was when they were lane splitting about uh, past a bunch of people. And I was like, I'm not yeah. doing that. <laughs> yeah, don't, no ever, way. Uh, don't ever feel peer pressure to do yeah. that. Don't don't follow the maniacs. Yeah, no, and yeah. it's always there, like there the ride your own ride. Yeah, there was definitely five or six of us on that ride, and you're like, yeah, let's go. Like, can you like lead slow? As like Westcliff has never led slow, and there's never going to be five of us who are like going to be through the twisty section by the time you guys are halfway through. My like, first mistake was asking Charlie to lead the ride. <laughs> yeah, well, Matt yeah. Matt ended up leading it on the scooter, and ending yeah. up being even more of an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. The scooters bring that out of the people, scoot, dude. I know. There's, there's so much I just fun. scoot too hard. I just can't turn it down. I don't know what it is. Oh my god! Is it, hard. is it is it possible to scoot too hard? Yes, <laughs> it's yes, fucking very possible. Charlie scooted too hard today. Scoot, Charlie yeah. scooted too hard. Yeah, <laughs> Matt did too. I did too. But while we're talking to Micah, there's two things that happened to you today, Micah, and there was one thing you heard. So tell me what you heard first. Um, from Liza and Jim, um, who went to something this weekend, some event. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. Sorry. Um, we'll get to it. Yeah. I, but I was told that someone approached them and told them that they listened to the podcast at work. And one of their co-workers has been listening and said that they started. They went out and bought a bike and started writing because they heard me on the podcast. Now, and they heard my story. Eric Morley yeah. told me that. Yeah. And I, that was amazing that's absolutely crazy that's cool. um, but that wasn't all that happened to you today no and i was kind of involved with the second one so we've got this this guy who comes down antonio and antonio has a gs500 and i think it's safe to say antonio's bike's got a few challenges it's hard to believe yeah. those are the same bikes yeah, yeah. however yeah. um antonio came to me and said i need to get my gas tank off today and I said, I'm busy. Go and see Micah. And so what happened then? Um, well, I had just done the same exact thing. So um, I got to go over and help him do all that, oh, nice. which was also crazy because it was the first time that anyone had helped me for like, hey, can you help me uh, do this? You know how to do it better than I do. And that was like, whoa, bike wait, stuff. Wait, wait. Did, you, crazy. did you get wow. to mansplain? Did you get to mansplain? <laughs> yes. It must have felt great. Um, well, actually. And guess what? <laughs> And that, boys and girls, is why we do what we do. Yeah, yeah that's the totally. the trickle-down theory here. When someone's been shown how to do something, then they can show the next. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's fantastic. So, well done, you. Thank you. Yeah, Yay. it was a good weekend. Yep. Nice. Right. Well, cool. Well, I'm disappointed you didn't fall over because that makes a better story. But, yeah, I'm, I know. but you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you are went through the class and got more experience. And that's really cool. Definitely. It was a good class. So... Someone else went on a ride this weekend. And cue the copyright lawyers in five, four. I was also appreciating, I was watching the, the Facebook thread of how everyone was going to meet up all the plans to meet up at all these different locations at all these different times, which then everybody was scrapping those at the last minute. Well, I'm not going to be able to make it there. I'll see you at the next place. And then finally everyone, they were going to be meeting at 
I don't know if you guys were following this. They were going to meet at, at Don Quixote's. Show. And so everyone just said, uh, Don Quixote's is a bar. And they were just saying, all right, well, I'll just meet you at DQ's. And then Mike chimes Dairy in. Dairy Queen? Is that Dairy Queen? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> of which we do not have a Dairy Queen here. There's no. a Dairy Queen. There's, I've never yeah. seen a Dairy Queen. There's a Dairy Queen in Capitola. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but not up in here. Oh, Foster's for life. So I think I was rather enjoying the DQ what? You I was, told me about that today, and I was like, I think I'm kind of glad, no offense, that I dropped out of that group early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so, Mike, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, I went on the, the ride with um, <clears throat> for the Ghost Mountain Riders MC out of Lampico uh, with a couple people. And the, it, the, reason, the reason why nobody wanted to meet me down in Finn's Coffee is because uh, everybody lived up. Like, it, they would have to come right. to Santa Cruz and go back up there. Sure. So, that's what's up. John missed the memo on that. I was working at Finn's Coffee that morning, and he he came in. He's like, "So where is everyone?" I was like, "I think they're at Don Quixote's." John who? Wherever that is, Dalton. John John Dalton. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. yeah fucker. No, no, I'm not. You want to tell yeah. us about the ride, Mike? Oh yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, no, it was it was cool. They did a they did a poker run, um, and there was a lot of bikes up at Don Quixote when we got up there, and they were very very nice, very gracious. What kind of bikes were you seeing? Um, all types of bikes, mostly cruisers and Harleys. Um, but I mean, one of the, the ride, you know, leaders or whatever had a sport bike from the Ghost Mountain Riders. And, oh, cool. Um, there was a South Bay Freaks were there, stuff like cool. that. Street bike freaks. <laughs> yeah, it, it's street bike freaks. Yeah, they've moved on from South Bay to street bike, but nobody's really oh, buying it yet. Okay. Yeah. So they were up there and, uh, the ride went up to, it went over the one. It was nice. It was mellow. I mean, because I have my cruiser, so it was a kind of a um, uh, a chill ride for me. And Did you get a lot of comments on your bike since you've been doing a lot of work on <laughs> oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I like saw to sit you put back. the twenty two on that. I like that. Yeah, yeah I, I like had to. Yeah, it, it ties it, it together. Dude. It, it actually good. does tie it together. Yeah. Well, you know the what's funny? Apple. I really love the bike, and I and I like to put it up against like twenty thousand dollar Harleys and shit like that because people people stop. And they look at my bike, and then they like come over and they look even closer, and they're checking shit out. And then I'll tell them, I'll be like, "Oh yeah," and they'll be like, "Oh, it's like nice bag or whatever." I'm like, "Yeah, I made it. It Took me like five days." They're like, "What do you mean you you, you put it together?" And I was like, "No, nah, I made the fucking thing from a piece of cow, so like, for, like from the ground up." I'm so for you. people who don't know, Mike just recently got into leatherwork. Mike's the type of guy who will obsessively like research and figure out, and then do something like on a professional level the first time through. Like, there's no like learning curve or the throwaway piece. You just kind of figure it out. And you've made these beautiful, like uh, you made your tank uh, strap, and you made a tool bag, and you made a whole bunch of pieces on that bike that are nice brown leather, but not just straight brown leather. No. Do you make bondage gear? You've got, intricate designs <laughs> and, oh, you hear that, and pictures on it that you've sh pounded in and it, it's like uh it's like ymca camp all over again yeah it is it's, it's crazy it's Can like a sailor while he's yeah, while he's thinking. doing while he's doing the whole research part of it we give him tons of shit about how it's never going to work and then he gets to come back and say i told you so a week later yep. yeah, yeah it's pretty fucking sickening sickening actually <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what though? Be honest with you, I uh, I do a lot of really cool things that are like that, but I'm really happy to to share them with people. It, I, I like to like you know when somebody doesn't know I play music and all of a sudden like they see me playing, they're like, "Holy shit!" You're like, "You know how to do that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I've been doing it for a long time." I've but been impressed with your knowledge of the Creed, Creed catalog. 
But anyway, so I mean, Nickelback too. Yeah, Nickelback songs. Yes, I do actually. Oh no, no, but I like about the the thing is like I what I really enjoy about it is people come up and talk to me about the bike, and it's like I don't know, it's just a really good feeling because people really get to enjoy it. It's not like you know I bought a bunch of because I saw a bunch of bikes there with like slap on parts, and the bikes look kind of cool. And they're shiny and shit, but no, they, it's like, oh, cool, same Harley, same Harley. Oh, that's purple. Yeah. Oh, this is red. You this, know? Is, this is the yeah. red R6. This is the blue R6. This yeah, exactly. R6. And yeah. then, like, what, hey, what I really love about R6. it is, like, my bike cost me, like, $2,500, and people are like, oh, like, it just, I think it looks like a lot more than that now, but it's just a, a very authentic bike. But anyway, it was good for the ride. And there were some activities. I saw some video. I saw some video. Yeah. What exactly Damn, did I see? I saw you standing on a chair in some woman's face in your crotch mm-hmm. and immediately sucking vigorously I don't think that's Mary yeah, yeah no Mary posted that picture I know my fucking wife <laughs> you know what I'm saying because I said to the lady I'm like I don't know to, about man? this you know my wife whatever you know like, like maybe I'd go ask my wife about this you know before you put your, your mouth on my you know what exactly was it. happening was this a game yeah so there's like some sort of bottle and you, you put beer in it and uh and then you gotta squeeze it between your legs like right next to your dick and, and the girl's got to drink the whole thing. So the first one to finish it. Sounds, it sounds very empowering. Isn't it like a, like a baby bottle or game. something like that? I didn't come up with the game. I didn't even want to fucking do it, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they told me, they're like, hey, you know, oh, come and do this, come and do this. I was like, you talk to my wife. And my wife's sitting there, like, like jumping up in the fucking, in the back with yeah, the we, camera. Like, oh, do it, do it, do we it. We saw the video, Mike. You were really yeah. hating it. The look yeah. on your face, yeah, yeah you were bummed. Yeah, I, I didn't get into it, like, tell. midway, because I, I figured out there was, like, a technique like that face shit, you got on you know right now. I got bad knees, too, so. Yeah, you look miserable. Yeah. Too much so. rug burn or what? Yeah, but they had a bunch of yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 but I got to tell you, they had a fantastic venue uh, up in Scotts Valley. You know, they had all, all the stupid human tricks, and they're very, very organized. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the crew is was very, very nice there, like unusually nice. I think that if if you um, just saw it and you came by, it might seem a little intimidating. But just going in there, everybody was just very, very, very gracious. Uh, the music was great, the food was good, and um, yeah, the ghosties good, do a good show. Yeah, it was. It was. I was. I wouldn't say I was surprised. I didn't really know what to expect, um, but I, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. And uh, my bike, everywhere I could go, I'd pull it like right up next to the fanciest Harley, and then like make sure it got the good light and shit, you know, and then stand next to it and gloat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at the end it, of the day, it's still a Honda. That reminds yeah. me, you guys. Uh, well, that means it'll so run. It'll for start. Life. <laughs> it'll start. That, that reminds me. The other day, I was riding my um, Versus, and I was downtown. I was just stopped at a stoplight, and this kid pulled up next to me on a some like dual sport, like a two fifty dual sport, and he just pulled up right next to me and looks over at me and gave me gave me his fist to pound pound the fist, and I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Hi. All right. He obviously doesn't know you. Well, <laughs> yes, okay, but exactly. I gotta say, just a comment. It was so, so cute. Liza will talk about this later. We we road trip down to L.A. this weekend, and we're coming out of a diner after grabbing a bite to eat, and it's nighttime, whatever, it's dark. We start getting on our bikes, and this girl in the parking lot starts kind of talking to us, like, hey, is that your bike? Is that your bike? And Liza, I know, I thought she was going to say, oh, we backed into it or something. The way she, is that your bike? Is that your bike? I know, because Liza, you, you get that a lot. And, she, and Liza's like, is that girl, like, mad at me? And she comes over, she's like, is that your green bike? And Liza goes, yeah. 
She goes, I think it's awesome. I want to high five you. So out of the blue, can't high five me. Weird. It's a green versus, but she's coming out of the darkness to high five lies in the parking lot. I, I, don't, know what I it still is. don't know what that was about. You should <laughs> ask if she wanted to taste That's the how rainbow. You know she like wasn't familiar with bikes because she uh, she was saying that about a versus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Oh. Said the man oh. with yeah. what? An eight hundred dollar bike that hasn't broken yet. <laughs> it's actually yeah. his bike is way cooler than the Versus. I gotta say. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's true. It's true. No way. No. Well, I'll tell you why the Versus is cool because Jim and I, as he just said, we road trip. We had a great trip this weekend. Um, Friday night, Jim and I hopped on our bikes after work and rode down to L.A., which, by the way, a lot of fun going uh, through the valley and over the grapevine at night. Right. I, th- I think it's worth noting, though, we started the trip when I show up at the garage to meet Liza to roll, you know, our you know, hundreds of miles journey, half of it through the dark down to L.A. Liza's like, yeah, I thought I had the flat fixed, uh, the slow leak fixed. It's not. So I just uh, slimed it a little while ago. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> not good. Let's see what happens. And I'm all cool. Let's let's roll. So in true misfit style, we started a, a journey to L.A. in the dark with a slimed rear tire. But it worked. It worked like a boss. Um, it's gonna be a bitch taking that thing off, mm-hmm. y'all. Something really cool happened. We were I, well, I took a wrong turn at some point because I took like the business route instead of the main route. So we ended uh, up going through this little town at you know late late at night. Well, I thought you did that. On, how could you do that accidentally? <laughs> I saw a sign that said forty one. It was forty one business, not forty one. No. No. Anyway. Anyway. So uh, we yeah. went through this town, but I saw ghosts. Y'all, for real. Like three I, of them. Like, Are you sure they weren't clan? No, we no, no, were in no, the no. Lost Hills, man. <laughs> no, this is, this this is, is the South. James Dean Highway through the Lost Hills. This is where James Yeah, we're Dean going through this little town, and South, I just saw these central. like white blurs overhead just f- f- flinging past fog? me. Is that fog? No, we figured out they were owls. Oh. <laughs> but it was creepy because they're just you just see this white blur just fly past you. Yeah, because uh, with the, the way the feathers are designed, they're silent. And we were in the it middle was, of nowhere, too. Yeah. So we took a side road in the middle of nowhere. I thought it was going to be a little adventure. I didn't, wasn't sure what you were up no. to. So She was so off to bury was, the body um, in the woods. That was at 41. So, uh, did, yeah. so did you go, did you cut across from Paso Robles? Or? We did. Yeah, we yeah. stopped at the diner in Paso Robles and then took 46 through the Lost so Hills. So you went, you went past Shalam where Jimmy Dean. Yeah. That, the, 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 the James yeah. Dean Highway. That's James what I told James Dean Highway, yeah. yeah. Well, there's that diner that where he actually... Really? At the wreck at a town called Shalam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go right through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a memorial right there for him. Yes. Yeah. So we um, headed down to okay. LA and we got down, got a hotel, and then the next morning we got up and we called Larry. Larry, who I'm not supposed to say is from Creative Writing Podcast, but there it is. Yeah, he's the got a name. Like, out, Larry. Big he's shout out to my Fred. man, Larry. What's his, what's his Welsh name? Can you remember? It's, can I it, say it? The, the name kind of cannot be name. pronounced unless you have no, no, a gap it's tooth. Wall, bluey-wog. It, no, you have to have a gap in your That's teeth, otherwise is. you will dribble on yourself I'm trying to say it. <laughs> yeah, he's got some <laughs> fucking West Virginia name. I don't, f- know. F- f- I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. But hey, uh, Larry's a super cool dude. So, Larry's fucking awesome. That dude's so, a bomb. So, y'all, this is cool. So we met up with Larry, and we went and rode the Angeles Crest Highway. I think it's and, Highway 2. And which is like Skyline Boulevard, but without all trees around you, so you can just see mountain views yep. everywhere. It's gorgeous. Uh, yep. It reminded me of like going through Yosemite or something. Big sweeping turns, good Big pavement. sweeping turns. And Larry showed up on his Exciter 250. <laughs> Fucking awesome. That he has street trackered 
and geared it up. So he that thing goes up to 90. He's ridden that thing to Las Vegas from L.A., Rad. which is nuts. So it's this little rat bike, totally cool. And we went up to Newcomb's Ranch, which is kind of their version of Alice's Restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a bunch of bikes showing up, tons of Groms and sport bikes. Right. And I was in heaven because there happened to be a car club there, and it was the the 240, 260, and 280Z club. Yeah, which is my up the butt car those, right now. Those are cool cars. The 260Z cool. is my up the butt car. It, surely you Wait, mean the car? Do you mean the 260Z? Sure. Okay. <laughs> my mom, so, had, a, my mom had a 280ZX. Loved it. So it was great. We got to look at cars, look at bikes, and then we went inside to have some food and uh, like super bike races were on all the TVs there. Yeah, nice. you go into the, it's like Alice's. You go in there and all the pictures on the wall are like wildlife, mountains, and sport bikes. And then up yeah. on the TV is MotoGP from Japan. You're like, this is the shit. And everywhere you look around, there's people in leathers. There's all fast bikes. It was a cool scene. You're like, so you went to a gay bar. Family. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was LA. So yeah. <laughs> I have to say, though, that uh, for anyone here who wants to go down to L.A. and do that Angeles Crest Highway, that's an amazing road. Yes. Um, coming back, we did see one person who had gotten pulled over by a cop and another bike. <laughs> it was a bike parked on the side of the road it was on that looked like stand. a naked sport bike. Yeah. About five feet away was a looked like a swept up pile of all the parts that flew Aww. off when they crashed. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it like wasn't naked was when it went down, huh? <laughs> no, it was, a right after a, it was a hairpin turn or something. Or? The whole thing yeah. is a whole bunch. Of, well, they're big sweepers. <laughs> yeah, okay. too many. Knock. It would make your nipples hard, dude. Oh, you, they're right. It's. I mean, it's sweeping. The road's good, but the nice thing it's. It's like Liza said. It's like the mountains here. Yeah. But there's no trees, so you can see. And Ooh, I mean, it, okay. and it's beautiful to look at, but uh, it's just a lot quicker. Roads okay. a little wider. It's it was fun. Good road. Cool. Yeah, it was really nice. And then um, we uh, left Larry and we went down to the Red Bull Street Rhythm Races at the Pomona Fairplex. That shit's cool. So for those who don't know, the Red Bull Street Rhythm is a half mile track. It's like a drag strip, but with dirt jumps and whoopsies. And they have a bunch of uh, speed checks, which is basically like a big mound of dirt that they have to. They can't jettison they off of it. They have to scrub it. speed off. So they're doing like tail whips and stuff to scrub speed off because they have to land the on the side and then keep going. They have two bikes going at a time just in a straight run. Head to head. Head to head. What? And they had the, the light class, which was the 250 class, and then the open, open, which was like 450s. Right. So you had like Ryan Dungey competing in the 450. And so you get all these different... People competing like the first year they did it, it was I think like 2012. Like Travis Pastrana entered, and like um, the Stewart brothers were there last (laughs) year. So you get a lot of professionals who are coming out to do this thing. Big televised event. Um, It was well put on. But the reason we were there is because Alta Motors was there racing with their Redshift bike, the MX. So this was kind of the first big event that an electric bike was going head to head with the gas bikes. Yep. How did they do? Well, so um, they started out. Oh, Josh Hill was riding. Josh Hill was a racer um, who then got injured and semi-retired from racing. And he he's recovered and has come back and is now riding the Alta. So they had um, all day. There were 
heats going on. They had qualifying, stuff like that. So we were all excited. We were watching the qualifying, and uh, he like his first three runs, he was like smoking the yeah. competitors. Well, it was funny because, you know, you have, they have the announcers at those events that kind of hype it up and talk, and, you know, everybody likes to, to poke fun at the electric bikes. And I think it was maybe the second, you know, the second heat, and – you know, we're watching the race, and the, the announcer starts talking about, oh, you know, but, you know, when I race, I like to hear, I like to feel third gear. I know where I'm at. I know exactly what the bike's going to do. And as I'm listening to him say that, I'm watching Josh Hill just blow this dude out of the water on the electric bike uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. as, as he blows by. <laughs> and I'm they, like, yeah. Uh-huh. They were giving him a lot of shit. They're like, all right, you won't hear this bike coming, but just look for the extension cord trailing behind him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he dominated the qualifying. I will admit, Jim and I missed him going by us his first heat because we heard a bike coming it's a half mile so we were just by the track and by the time we looked up it was the the gas bike coming he had passed us you we didn't we didn't hear damn. him you won't hear the bike coming just look for the gas bike behind it <laughs> yeah exactly but he was so far ahead of the gas bike that by the time we looked up because we were right. watching like the tv screens and they had like the red bull those cameras on the cables just going down the track so they were just following them um really impressive um they had and they had like uh the trials ride riders there doing uh stuff and they had vendors and it was in front of the, the big grandstands that fit fifty thousand people and i think it was full wow it was a, it was a big oh, event shit. yeah it was a good scene um and then uh we went over to the pits to find the hold, hold on a second this was at yeah. the pomona fairplex right? mm-hmm. pomona yeah. fairplex so we went over to the pits to go see the Alta guys and uh, talk to Mark Fenixstein, the well, CEO, who you know, has been here for, we did a recording with him. One of the first things I noticed is um, when we first got there, we kind of went by the Alta tent and uh, just kind of, you know, did a, uh, like, recon. Just kind of checked it out and checked in, looked at the bikes. Not a lot of people there. After the qualifying, we went back to the Alta tent. It was mobbed. There were so many people yeah. there asking questions. What's this bike? So they, uh-huh. they had their, their bikes that are for sale set up. They had um, the MX and they had the Supermoto and they had a flat track set up. I don't know um, Flat track was bad. So everyone was coming over just to like check out the bikes. But it was funny because uh, they got a lot of promotion from it because the Red Bull guys, and they were saying, and we even got an electric bike. Like, it was, uh, nobody knew what to expect. It's got Carnival Barker kind of like. It, it yeah. was totally yeah. like. Check out this this freak show. Yeah, they're trying to be death. funny. Yeah, and really, people didn't know what to expect at all. So, um, yeah, we went over there talking. Um, got to meet Josh Hill, and uh, interestingly enough, we went behind the their trailer. Oh, this where is the, funny. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so after after all the qualifying, you know, all the people go to the pits and they're all like tweaking, doing valves and everything. So we go over to to alta and the mechanic is tuning the spokes on the wheel <laughs> yeah you know other people are rebuilding stuff everything else this guy's pinging a wrinch on the spoke like huh. oh and then i saw a guy he's like a, i need to look busy i saw i saw another guy with a tire pressure gauge in his hand okay <laughs> yeah it's pretty much um thing is, did somebody have a laptop open even no no not I even no yeah. um but yeah so we were just hanging out there and we were uh talking with with Mark, and there was a couple other kind of people lingering back there, and we just started into this conversation just about electric 
kind of uh, those of us who are a little more in the know of what's going on and and how, how what a great debut this is for them to be there and for everyone to see an electric bike perform against gas bikes and once we see the results of the races, how much of a impact or difference is this going to make? But already we were seeing people's minds like being turned. You could see the people coming over and asking the questions. Well, like the same three or four questions that everybody asks, but, but that's what you want. The interest is definitely there. Yeah. You know, and they're asking things like, well, how long will the battery last? And they're like, well, for Josh doing these races, like a half hour for us going to like, a, a dirt park and doing trail riding and riding heavy about six hours. You know, right. it's like you, you see that you see that learning curve people are going through about electric. Um, but we're just standing around talking and we realize that one of the guys who was in this conversation with us um, was a uh, founder of Tesla. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, no, no. Go for it. Martin. Uh, I can't remember his last name right now. Should have looked it up, but I don't have a phone to look it up because it fell off on the freeway. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so Martin was a really nice guy, a chill dude. It was amazing to be sitting there with Mark and Martin and just talking about the progression of electric vehicles and the predictions of the future of how soon the scales are going to tip that right. electric is going to become the the, the preferred choice and one of the cool things about that what, conversation what's his name martin martin eberhard yeah yeah eberhard exactly <laughs> it's funny because i was thinking Ayersberg. eberhard I, I saw right? his name like sounds like Ayersberg. yeah but um we literally like talking with people that are on the tip of the spear of this technology i mean we're around it all the time you know we talk about it a lot but yeah the conversation we were having is literally like the tip of the spear of this technology it was quite fascinating and I'll just say, because it's a prediction, um, I asked Martin how soon did he think the scale is going to tip on electric bikes that the price and performance and range is going to equal or be great, you know, greater than a gas bike so that it would become the preferred choice. He thinks it's going to be in like five years. Damn. Huh. Where it'll be cheaper to own, cheaper to operate. Oh, yeah. And it will kick the shit out of your gas pyre bike you know he made the comment where he goes yeah before in like a few years you're gonna have um motorcycle races and then you're gonna have vintage motorcycle races yeah uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. like we're not talking 10 15 years we're talking you know and and this is the guy who created tesla and he's an investor or he's involved with alta so he's he's in it he Very knows cool. what's going on so that was really cool to be a part of that conversation so then we went and, back yeah, well, and, and they were really cool mark was really generous they were really nice super cool people to talk to and yeah alta really cool people then we went back to watch the races yeah. but first i want to give a shout out to uh, eric morley and his son so they duran yeah duran uh who have been here for a podcast mm-hmm. a very cool um, young man by the way yeah well done eric is the one who emailed me and told me about this event and sent us some tickets to attend hey all right so big th- shout th- out thanks eric and so met up with them as the races were getting ready to start and they came and sat in the grandstands with us so we had a good time hanging out with them and just talking about that's cool bikes and bike shit and podcasting and all that yeah, stuff eric eric That's would cool. be right at home in any one of these chairs he's just a super nice guy very generous but i think his heart really lies with keeping the motorcycle community the family alive he has a passion for that and uh and, it, and he really wants to stoke that fire so he, he could he could join this nutty ass group in a second 
So now the results of the race. So we were there to see Josh Hill with Alta Racing, and he was in the light class. He was competing against the 250s. Right. So he was in the lights, and we can talk about the 450s, the open class. Um, they were just fast bikes. I mean, Ryan Dungey was competing. All the races he were He won exciting. last year and a few years before that. Yeah, he came in second this year. Um, but, you know, by the time we got to the semi, the, the semi and the quarterfinals, all the races were like, most of the races were within a second, if not a wheel length apart, which is pretty Holy amazing. Oh, wow. Dude, yeah. y'all, they had it so that there was like whoopsies and then like one jump about like 30 feet away from the finish line. And then the finish line was a giant jump. This is what I love about these right? sports. And so some guys would go through the whoopsies and then that last jump hit the hit the ground and ver and some guys would throttle it at that last jump and sail in the air over like and their tire feet. would land on the finish line like inches in front of the other guy yeah. well, oh, what's yeah. cool about these crazy. things is red bull designed that course so the last third basically was meant to allow people to catch up it was it was meant to to make for exciting racing and they definitely pulled that off so the 450s were fun they were fast the 250 lights were really cool oh, wait, who too. won the 450 uh, Marvin Musquin won the 450, yeah. Ryan Dungey came in second, and Josh Hansen third. But we're talking like, you know, this is like horse racing links. You know, sometimes a yeah. wheel. There was a lot of photo finishes being posted because you couldn't tell who won. Yeah, like we're talking one, like hundredths of a second, which is over that distance wow. is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, so when you get into the lights, you know, and, and rather than names, look at look at how Alta performed this way. One, I'll just talk, one thing I wish I had seen, so I'm look, checking out the results, and you see the podium, and you have the three top finishers. And damn, Josh wasn't there because he came in fourth, right? So he just missed a podium. But the top three finishers, they were all Team KTM Troy Lee, des Troy Lee Designs. These are yeah. factory, factory yeah. bikes. Yeah. So after yeah. the factory KTM top riders, the next top rider was Josh on his Alta electric motorcycle. That's cool. So that's, he represented big time. Yeah. Huge achievement. So yeah, wake up, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was really exciting to see that and like yeah that that was fun um and then we just um we stayed overnight down in la and rode back today had a good ride we met a kid on uh he was riding al alongside us from the grapevine i did like the little customization though he was riding um a cool harley that was uh, it was an older harley that had some mismatched parts on it and it had some Eight hangers, but it had bark busters on it. It actually pretty cool. You know, like the hand guards from dirt bikes. Mm -hmm. So we we yeah. ride brush guards. Sounds like you know, in here. Gotcha. So if anybody's ridden over the grapevine, you know it's like a mountain pass as you drop down into the LA basin. So we're going back over, and we're doing. We're, doing, we're making pretty good time. We're doing like 90, 95, and this guy's... And this guy's on his Harley, no windscreen, no nothing, open face helmet, and his ape... He's but, got a bedroll strapped yeah. on the front, you but know. But the park busters were brilliant. You're like, that's smart right there. <laughs> Keep your hands warm. And yeah, that's that's the guy who's put on some miles, and he's like, fuck these bugs, man. I'm tired of my fingers <laughs> I'm, getting busted I'm gonna, up. I'm going to yeah. keep my ape hangers, but yeah. <laughs> bugs are killing me. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, but he was riding. We ended up seeing him at a gas station. He pulled up right behind us, like, wait, like, you know, an hour or two up the road. And I'm like, dang, you're still with us? Wow. And he had just moved here from Ohio, from Iowa. Oh, wow. Nice little corn-fed boy. Iowa to L.A., yeah. And yeah, No, he, he was riding this bike from San Diego, and he's going north of San Francisco. Okay. In, in one day. He was so stoked, though, because he's like, you can ride year-round. 
Yeah. 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 I was really stoked. So, yeah, we had a great time, except for the fact that my Ram mount dropped my phone. That on sucks. The that sucks. Mm. Hey, but you know what? The slime held up. The slime so held. So I take that, since it wasn't my phone, I take that as a victory. <laughs> yeah, so that's our bride report. Just really excited. I want to just give a congratulations to to Mark and the crew at Alta and Josh Hill for putting on a really good show. Didn't win, but, pres- but represented well and really turned a lot of people's heads around about it won the some attention. Potential. Oh yeah, they yeah. got attention. Well deserved. Yeah, and and but they showed in the qualifying when he was far ahead of his opponents uh showed the potential and you guys this track was not easy it started they started up on a platform in these tunnels separated from each other think of like um like horse racing or something right and the light would go and they'd shoot out of these tunnels on a platform and do like a 10-foot drop onto the track and go (laughs) at least so So it was like a drag race start on in a tunnel. So they got it pinned. Yeah, pinned in a tunnel. And they actually have the metal dirt bike gate up. So you're pinned in the tunnel. Gate drops. You launch off. And I think it's more like 12 or 15 yeah, foot. The calibrot hits you in the ass and you launch Into, out. you know, whatever it is, a half mile of, of jumps and shit. It's fucking, it's, I love Red Bull. It was awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, congratulations, Alta. So, um, Charlie. Yep. Do you want to win the Idiot of the Day Award? <laughs> no. It was brilliant. <laughs> well, you're going to. <laughs> All I know is I had a fantastic time. <laughs> yep. Since when and does we, anyone get a choice important. in that I matter? I think, you that's know what, important. Charlie? I'm going to take I, that I, back. I think, I think looping an 80cc scooter is oh. an accomplishment. <laughs> I, I'm going to take that back, Charlie. I think, I think you're right. I think Matt gets Idiot of the Week Award yes. for letting for you letting ride it. letting you do that. I haven't learned. Yeah. So what exactly happened, Charlie? Well, I was I started <laughs> out by dragging knee on the scooter. That worked out pretty well. And then... <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, I, it, it, it did work out pretty well. I was there. Yeah. There will be video of Charlie Dragon Knee on yeah. a scooter in a parking lot on the Facebook, uh, the Recycle Facebook. Yeah, it was Idiot Circus at the Westcliff yeah, parking yeah. lot. And then, then Ryan's like, let's do some wheelies. And we're like, okay. This is the kid who I found when I was going to buy a mini bike. I jump out of a moving car to catch up with this kid who's 12 o'clocking this 80cc ratted out scooter and he's just fucking going down the down the street 12 o'clock <laughs> on the scooter was, oh my god that, he, he told me to do it and yeah. sit back more on the scene i yep. did it and then it started going sideways and i said i'm not i, I don't got this anymore <laughs> i don't got this anymore he started, i got it i got it i got it the got truth it. is <laughs> oh, <got> it. <laughs> you never had it buddy he did like two little wheelies and i turned around and i can't remember what i said to i was like charlie's gonna go down <laughs> I know it. Yeah, right. He's gonna go down, and sure enough, like two minutes later, he's on the ground. Yeah, I don't do a lot of wheelies. <laughs> it looked good until it didn't. <laughs> so we were picking up glass, <laughs> but he was only going like five oh, miles yeah. an hour. So the turning was good. so much of my life. <laughs> the turning was good. I would like to describe that this bike is not in pristine condition. No, so you're that, talking about like that, it's not a bike. It's that, beautiful. That crash uh, pretty much did nothing to the value of the bike. <laughs> no, actually, yeah. it improved it because it broke the mirrors, and he got a set oh, of good true, Harley yeah. mirrors so, that are on there now. John Dalton, yeah. John Dalton busts out with this uh, inspection <laughs> mirror on a telescope, <laughs> a telescoping antenna, and some black electrical tape and wraps it all around the left side so he can get it has a mirror. To so get it was it. legal. Yeah. It was legal. Legal. Heavy air quotes. I would like <laughs> to say, though, that Matt did a little work on this bike to try and make it legal. Yeah. I, I'm not even sure that this is recycle worthy. This, it's legal. This job. You, 
It's got so lights. It's, it's good. It's, it's missing. It's missing the bodywork. So you basically have some bare bulbs just dangling <laughs> that used to go into sockets in the bodywork that's gone. So his idea of a brake light is to take the bare bulb and wrap red tape around it. It's a. It's, a, <laughs> it's an. It's a plastic bag, Liza. Yeah. Directional signal. It's better. Yeah. I, I don't think it was red tape. It was part of a target. Bag. Yeah. Yeah. You use the red uh, part of a target oh bag. That's that, legit. That, I don't know. I I've, seen, well, I've seen worse brake lights on the road. It'll be yeah. shrink wrapped after excessive use. Yeah. It'll slowly but, melt on and it'll be perfect. Yes. But if he takes it to the DMV for inspection, it's they're going to. What are they going to say? You, no, he's not going to have to gonna make so, but if it's already tagged, you don't need to, you don't need to not, take it for inspection. Need, it's current right yeah. now. Yeah, it's current. Oh, well, they want to. I yeah, think the inspector, inspector dies laughing, you automatically pass. Yeah, so, right. The thing <laughs> is, is I, my roommates are trying to get M1s. So I want them to take that to the DMV. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know if you want them to take that to the DMV. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that's a bad idea. I mean, it's a, it's a great thing to do the lollipop with, probably. But well, what? I do, you can't do an M1 on that bike because it's an 80. Really? No, no, you can't. It'd can. be an M2. You can. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you can. Because it. I mean, I'm not. I I always had an M1, but isn't an M2 up to 125? No. And then I don't no, think. No, but if you're but if you're applying for an M1 and you come in on that i think you'd be able to do the test yeah. well you better check because if you end up with an m2 because well, that's gonna be pretty that's a, that's a scooter you need an m1 to ride a scooter like that yeah, yeah. right but m2 yeah. is 50 cc only right? oh, 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 oh so, okay yeah, yeah. So, it's been a while i can never remember what it is emma yes i hear you have a rant you want to share well no it's not a rant it's a complaint okay um, it's i spent well last week I had surgery on my eyes. You guys all know that, and it's fine. Where's your eye, your eye patch? Ah. No, um, but the week before, I was working, and my complaint is directed at two different Yamahas. Um, I like Yamahas, so please don't think I'm railing on Yamahas, but this thing pissed me off. Welcome to my life. Yeah, well, hey. <laughs> um, and these are two brand-new bikes, so we'll deal with the first bike first. It was an XV... 250 Virago, which is a great little bike. It's a perfect bike for a starter. And in fact, I'll go beyond that. If you're just starting out, you're going to buy one of these bikes because it's low, it's nice, it's easy to control. The 2016 XV250, the carburation is so leaned out. They're still carbureted? They're still carbureted. Ew. It's basically the same bike from 30 years ago. They haven't changed the damn thing. But it's carbureted, and it is so leaned out. Is this, this bike available in Europe, too? I think so. Okay. It's available worldwide. Yeah. But the Californian one. So the thing idles fine. Yeah. yeah. But as soon as you open up the throttle, you just get this big, and you get a big flat spot, and then off you go. Hmm. And this is a bike for a learner. So out of the box... It's hard to ride. And I got it running really well. I had to dismantle the carburetor. Basically, I, I put a, a Dynajet kit in it, a brand new bike, and it ran great. I mean, this bike's got a lot of potential, but the point is, it's a brand new bike. And it's hard. I mean, who do you assign blame for this? I mean, Yamaha will say, look, this bike could run great well, if the fuel was better. Yeah, I would I would blame Yamaha if it's yeah, a new bike. Well, they, it's, it's not as simple as that. Yamaha are complying with laws that are passed down by the EPA. But Yamaha say, well, we're complying with all the laws that, you know, the California Air, Re Air Resource Board laws. 
Mm-hmm. So it's hard to get these things to run right. But if the fuel was decent, because we've got a lot of ethanol in our fuel. Let's blame the corn fuel, farmers. You know, it just goes round and round. California. Yeah, who do you blame? But second round, <laughs> R3. And I know what anyone's going to uh, oil pump on R3. That's not my argument. Does everyone here agree that an R3 generally will be bought by somebody who's starting out motorcycling? Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Right, very good. I've seen some people regress back for, like, knowledge training. But if you like sport bikes, if you like sport bikes and you're just starting out, you're going to buy an R3. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Right. The R3 has a full fairing, very nice, and it's got these mirrors that attach to the full fairing, which is also very nice. And they sweep them back at a very jaunty angle. Mm -hmm. So when you look in the mirrors, you get a great view of your elbows. Yep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, so just bend the stems out. So instead of coming back at a jaunty angle, they stick out at 90 degrees, right? Can't do that on the R3 because they're sprung-loaded back at a jaunty angle. You can on a Honda, you can on the Kawasaki, (laughs) you can on every other bike, but on the Yamaha... This mirror stem spring back at this angle, which looks great and sporty, but it's a fucking learner bike. You just yeah. have to ride full tuck everywhere. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing, yeah. If you are just starting out on a bike, you need to know what's going on behind you. So, Yamaha, guys, get the mirror sorted. The carburation on the 250, well, it's not as easy to sort, but, you know, if you can. Yeah. You know, and that's it. It's just... If you're just starting out, you want bikes that are easy to ride and actually help you ride. And having a good view going on behind you and having carburation that works for you, uh, you know, am I wrong here? Yep. You're, no, cr- you're crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah and that's exactly you gotta why I get started them hooked. GSX-R750. Before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not dealing with this stuff. Yeah. You get, you, Amateur you, hour. Yeah, I you want get, a bike I can grow into. Yeah. You, you get your users hooked <laughs> first with something good. And then you start giving them the problems. Right. Yep. So, anyway, so, but please, don't think I'm railing on Yamaha. Yamaha actually makes some really, really good bikes. Um, you know, the XVS 900, I think, is one of the nicest bikes you can it's buy a cool right now. It's an amazing riding bike. Yeah. And the FZ09s, the 7s, and the 10s, they're absolutely bitching bikes. So I'm not railing on Yamaha. It's just those two. And the only reason I'm railing on them is they're starter bikes. Guys, make it easy for people who are starting out, please. All That's right. it. Thank Rant you. over. Yep. Hey, guys, guess what time it is? What wow. time is it? It's time for the Craigslist Porn Pick, Pick of the Week. Knock had an accident. Ouch. So <laughs> it's been so long since we've done this. This is going to be a four-way dueling porn pick. We so like four ways Four way. So dirty. The way this works, there's four of us who have all picked out a Craigslist porn pick. This is going to be a bike under $500, right? Everyone found something under 500 I like to push the budget a little bit. Oh, cat. Um, <laughs> and we are going to have, tell you what, I'm going to say um, Matt... Andy, Charlie, and Emma, you're the committee. You're going to decide who wins. All right. Everybody wins. <laughs> All right. Okay, Charlie's Nobody the wins no. in the dairy You challenge. guys are going to pick who found. <laughs> no, you cannot be in it, Isaac. We have enough. You're going to decide who found the best deal on Craigslist. Bring okay? it on, motherfucker. Right. And the theme is? Well, Jeep. we went 
off the theme a little we bit with Bagel. On, we, we stayed we on, on No, I know, but we went off the theme a little with Bagel. Because he is the scooter guy. So, Bagel, what did you find? Okay, I have a 2005 Vespa for $200. Oh, so, shit. what's wrong with it? Yeah. <laughs> That's sort of a first, Get first, out of here. First of all, there's the picture. Um, it's, <laughs> well, it, it's a horizontal picture, but it's posted vertically. <laughs> It's just but, doing but, a wheelie. But besides that, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, the bike's not twelve o'clock. <laughs> but besides that, the this it, it looks like the bike has been sitting out since two thousand five. Um, the seat has a giant tear in the side, and the foam is like disintegrating, and there's road rash, and you know it, it looks like it's a pretty beat up bike. You know, which would you expect for two hundred bucks, right? Yeah. Well, I thought but, it'd be Chinese. No, sure. but this this is a genuine Vespa ET, probably an ET four one fifty by the looks of it. it might be an ET two fifty CC two-stroke but I'm, I'm not positive but it looks like it's an et4 um is it's it's the colors of of an et4 that i recognize so it probably is a 150 uh, all right any back road joe uh doesn't say oh, i wouldn't be surprised okay. if yeah. it does yeah um but the beauty of this ad is the description it says this vespa is for sale because the wiring mechanism is missing <laughs> what? <laughs> the wiring mechanism oh is so, missing. Like, so was it stolen? Like somebody ripped out the ignition? I have no idea. That sounds like what it probably is. I bet it's, you someone tried to steal it and cut the wires. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It says, it, it continues, I am unable to start it with without it, even though I have the key. Someone, yeah. someone who knows what they are doing may be able to get it started, or of course you can buy the ignition mechanism and have a good yeah. scooter. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, okay. so it sounds so, like they cut the wires and then just yeah. like, yeah, fuck it, I'm just taking this. Well, that's the thing though. It, it doesn't look like it's been or the ignition into. switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got it's got the the right like uh, knee pad on the the. Um, uh, on the leg shield missing, which is right next to the ignition lock, so maybe somebody took the pull that off and went in there and tried to hotwire it. Um, I don't know for sure, but I would think that it's probably fairly easy to repair. Um, the cosmetic damage is kind of unfortunate, but hey, for two hundred bucks, what do you, you know, what are you going to ask for? All right, yeah. so Bagel's right. got a Vespa scooter. Y'all paying attention, that right? Sounds, sounds many. All right, so the rest of us found bikes that would be good for a cafe project. And what I found, I think Emma will appreciate this one. This one is a 1979 Honda CX500. What? Yes. Do you know what we call those in England? You know, I've owned three of these. I love them. Do you know what we call these in England? A spotted dick or a scotch bonnet or something? No. (laughs) No. A plastic maggot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Right in that category. You got yeah. a plastic. Tell me more about your plastic. I'd rather be called a spotted dick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this bike is three hundred and fifty dollars. Says bike runs and drives, but will need maintenance. Starts easily and drives. Brakes work. Tires are old and cables are stiff and should be replaced. Cosmetically, it's in need of some work. Uh, the seat is torn up. The paint is faded, but otherwise everything is intact. This is perfect project bike or basis for a cafe racer, 27,000 miles. I have Oof. some paperwork from the last owner, but no title. Damn. Oh. No, no, no. If you, if you at least no, have the yeah, name. You can do bill of sale on that. Yeah, you can do. So $350. Okay. And these are great. That's what Vermont's these, for. If for those who don't know, the CX-500 is a Moto Guzzi knockoff that has the 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 opposing V45. Yep. 
cylinders and it makes a great great cafe and it already comes with a sweet tank that makes a good cafe all right so douglas what do you got next okay <laughs> right out of sacramento i have a 1984 honda cb650 nighthawk um, if you're listening listed for five hundred dollars uh ad says i'm selling my nighthawk i'm sorry to see her go september got in a crash uh but she fared pretty well I'd fix her, but I need a car with an automatic, uh, automatic transmission because of the leg. Uh, pros, brand new tire on the front, almost new tire on the back. Both are Dunlop. Um, combined value of about $400. Uh, this year of bike is getting almost impossible to find f- parts for. He says that's a pro. Yeah. Uh, she would make a great parts bike. She is incredibly reliable. I've been riding her for about the last three years. Um, cons, broken taillight, instrument panel. Left real turn signal, handlebars, uh, and leaking stem seals. Uh, other than that, great bike. And there's a few photos in here. So not too bad that it got in an accident. You're putting new um, instrument cluster on there anyway. That'd be more cafe style. Uh, you're putting new bars on anyway, more cafe style. And it's a good uh, foundation. All right. Okay. That's not bad. All right. And Kat, what do you got? Uh, out of Chicago, I have a 1981 Yamaha XS850 special for Ooh. 600 bucks. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, it's pushing the budget so a little bit. So let's say you could but, talk them down to five. Right, yeah. Exactly. I don't think that's out of the yeah. So it's got the special triple shaft drive. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a triple with a shaft drive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, not, that was his. That was his <laughs> selling point. And it He's may like, be the mm-hmm. XS 850 special. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. Yes. Was that the largest displacement of XS? Or yeah, the largest another? triple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's the largest triple. Upper triple. Yeah. Largest yeah. triple. But yeah. they did an 1100 That's special, right. which was suitable for people with a lobotomy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anybody who rides a hundred horsepower bike with frigging big cruiser handlebars on it needs the head examined sorry <laughs> so it says these bikes are awesome and getting hard to find yes yes um, yes nice clean bike to restore or cafe racer this was going to be my winter cafe racer project but due to health reasons it has to go um the bike ran when i bought it i haven't touched it since um so he's going into literally has not touched it so it probably still runs um with a battery and ran when parked right, right, exactly yeah. Um, so he says he has some extra parts and so this thing, looking at it at first, I was like, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's cool, but it's got a fucking Kickstarter, which is like my eh, thing about bikes. (laughs) It always makes me excited when I see that. Um, and it's already, it already has a cafe racer look like it, it's, it would be super easy to make it something rad. Um, it's pretty clean. The bike itself doesn't look like it's actually been laid down and where is it that's in chicago chicago Chicago. drive down the road all right so we've got three good uh cafes or a actual vespa all right uh committee what do you think who found the best deal remember mine was 350 dollars i mean and keep in mind that i'm actually crippled Horribly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about actual Vespa. Oh, I, I like the Rebel. Oh, I just saw the 850. Oh, look at that 850. It's um, really pretty. Is it in great shape? Was it? it like, I, I got to be honest with you. Well. I'm, right. I hate to say this. I'm kind of erring towards the maggot. Yeah, right. I, like yeah. I was going to say, when you look at the uh, that kind of Moto Guzzi look the maggot has, the, the know, engine looks boss. And no. I think if you clean that up and make it simple, I'm with the maggot. Listen. Well, how, how are... 
everybody for that. No, you can get parts for it. Oh, easy. But you know, back in the day, everybody made fun of those bikes. However, if you went down to London in the seventies and eighties, and you saw all these dispatch riders who were running stuff around London, they were all riding CX five hundreds, and those things go up to like a hundred thousand miles. Was it because they were common and they were cheap? Easy. To they were common, cheap, and they were okay. dirt reliable. And drive shaft. Yeah. But the thing is about them. It's a 500cc bike, so in, in the big scheme of things, that's quite a small bike. Yep. But it's a physically big bike. Yeah, it so is. you could get on that thing, and you could ride it to LA easily. So how long did they yeah. make them for, and why did so they stop? Can I see that, Ed? 70, <laughs> 78, and it, they went to 81 as a 500. Yeah. Then they became a 650, which were never Custom. really quite as good. Mm. And those lasted to like the mid eighties. Was it like a yeah. boring stroke that they did, or is it the same casings and everything? Or yeah, know? I mean, no, the engines aren't interchangeable. Yeah. Honda have a habit of saying, "Well, there's the CX five hundred, now's the, the CX six fifty. So yeah. you think, "Oh, yeah, it's a boring stroke job," and like everything's different. Is it really? It's like a complete new bike. It's like what? Wow. You okay. know, can I change parts? And <laughs> I was like, like no, what? And then I was like, no. what? So, hmm. Andy and uh, Charlie and Quiet Matt, do you guys have a different opinion? I'm on board with the Maggot. Quit calling it Maggot. I like the CX-500. <laughs> I kind of like the Rebel. The, what name would what? you give it, Liza? There, I don't think yeah, there was a rebel. There was like no maggots. rebel. There was no rebel. The okay, so he's out. He's oh, I, I thought, thought Doug right had now. a rebel. It's a Nighthawk. Nighthawk. CB650 Nighthawk. Having sourced pikes yeah. parts for that particular bike, and I think Emma knows what I'm talking about. Oh. If you're looking for actual stock parts for that bike, the seller's right on. They're getting really I, hard he, to find. He, he probably put that as a pro because he was like, you could part it out and make yeah, money. That's yeah. what he was saying. He's like, it's a good mm -hmm. parts bike because there's no because they're impossible but to find. There's nowhere to hide the uh, the instrument cluster is is packed into the headlight nacelle and it's just there's nowhere to hide that stuff so so i'm gonna take that as a win for me i'll, no, yeah, I, I'll give that to you uh, and they the, yeah yeah but you're not you. on the committee i know well, well yeah but Liza, the games so are who always rigged. who distributed the emails no to i play thought the that game? those were all cool bikes and you know um it made me just think that we haven't been doing that as much, taking the old bikes and, and doing something with it. And it was Larry that really kind of inspired me going, God, I love what he's done with this Exciter 250 and he's made it function. And it, it was function before form, but the form looks cool, you know, ratted out kind of bike. Um, I, it just made me want to get into that again and build something. And I was like, yeah, we should look at the porn pics, which I stopped doing because I kept buying bikes. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, so that was cool. Those were good finds. And and I think, though, Bagel, I'm still surprised if that's a real Vespa. Are you are you going to have to go buy it now? Hell no, I have no room. <laughs> <laughs> well, bike storage is only five bucks a week here. <laughs> uh, I can't afford that. <laughs> oh my God, I'm already maxed out. <laughs> so, Kat. Let's get an update. It's been how many weeks now since your crash? About three-ish. Three it's been like three and a half. Three and a half. Oh, it's, no, it's been a month. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a it's month. It's been a month, exactly, today. And you have a cast on one foot and a thing a on boot. a boot. A boot. It looks like dust boots. It looks like a motocross boot. It's cast. Yeah. It's dust boots. Uh, by the way, everybody's got to grab a Sharpie tonight. And get on this cast. Uh, yeah. Actually, no. We're doing something special for some peeps. Yes. Oh. Uh, we are going to put 
all the names of our Patreon subscribers on her cast. Okay, cool. <laughs> and if you want to donate some extra moolah, we can get uh, like a saying or your kid's name. Or You're not for gonna... ten dollars, you get a, a penis. You get on a there. you get a dick butt on my cast. Right, like so whatever what about, you want for twenty bucks, whatever you want. What yeah, about exactly. a, uh, What if I want a rockabilly pinup shot of you and your cast? Yep, we can do that. What do we do? That's like five hundred a month. That's that's like that's like a solid like that's a solid donation. You got to pony up for that shit. <laughs> That'll be cool. And then when you get that cast taken off, we can put it up in the garage. I hope. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Can't possibly smell nice. worse than the uh, possum. <laughs> <laughs> so your skin is all healed, right? Yeah, it's pretty much all healed. I have Sweet. some, I'm, I'm very pink. Um, is there going to be scarring or um, is it minimal, up pretty good? Um, the, the things that scarred are like the areas that um, didn't really get addressed. Yeah. So the things that were just, just missed. Yeah, but how are, you, how are your boobs, darling? My boobs are actually getting there. They're still very pink. Just, right. <laughs> just well, rub some cocoa butter on it. I, oh, I have been. been. <laughs> <laughs> Doug's, been e. Doug's been pretty on top of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ew. Um, <laughs> the one thing that uh, was kind of weird is I figured out I had a few more fractures than originally thought. So as, as time has gone by, more and more x-rays have been read and more and more fractures are coming up so <laughs> wow. so i'm at like anywhere from 11 to 13 right now oh mm. wow you i've decided you're you need you're going to be required to wear gear even when you're just here at the garage yeah yeah sitting on yeah. the couch you need gear uh -huh. <laughs> yeah someone give me a helmet <laughs> Put it on it right yeah now. yeah you yep. are breakable but um i was told that i wasn't going to be able to be out of a wheelchair for two months and i'm crutching around so and have been for like a week so yeah but fuck you doctors yeah well, well, yeah but no cat don't go too quick cat i can do what i want i know you can do what you want but wow. don't set yourself back this by is going like too also quick. people telling me to breathe in the hospital um it's a self-limiting injury i was i was right, told by the doctor true. like you will not want to move um so until i stop wanting to move i won't but you know yeah, we, I mean, I'd ha hate you to hurt yourself by going too quick, though. I'm already kind of at the, the end point of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm going to fall over and break my leg that's already in a cast. Or my other leg that's already in a boot. Yeah, that's oh. true. Yep. No. Um, but I'm possibly getting surgery on my foot, and I'm out of the woods. I don't have to get my ankle reset again, which I am, like, stoked about, because those two times sucked. Oh. Yeah. So they just break it and move it around a little bit more? Uh, no, it was still it was still broken. So oh. basically what they were doing is they'd, like, lift it and then put it in a brace and then lift it again and then put it in a brace and then the last time yeah, they, wow. like, lifted it completely. And it's just shifting around because my fibula was completely snapped and my hmm. tibia was cracked above the tibial plafond. That sucks. Yeah. Well, and you're not the only cat with a broken pelvis now. No. Mm. Yeah. Poor... I went and saw my spirit animal today. <laughs> poor Josie the cat, who is often in here during the recording. Mm -hmm. You'll hear her Mew. sometimes. Yeah. She got hit by a car and broke her pelvis. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're what's buddies. Up, what's up with a bunch of broken pussies up in this house, man? Oh, God. Donald Trump. But I have to say, I have to say that Josie has a similar attitude to cats. She got hit by the car, but managed to 
get herself up the stairs and into my house and to quietly wake me up in the morning to let me know something was wrong and is now up and she has to live in a cage for six weeks has she pooped Uh, a little bit but she is she's she'll if you go to pet her she gets up and walks around in circles like she does like no 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 sit down i was she's she's got a good attitude she was laying down for me and i was like just please don't move just please don't move i know that pain just please don't move Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so i think both cats are going to be recovering but yeah we'll get their healing process um yeah, I wanted ahead. to yes. shout out to the peeps who sent yeah. me care packages. That was super sweet and made me cry. Um, <laughs> um, it was really nice to get magazines and letters and well wishes from people, and it really it made a huge, a huge feels in my hearts. <laughs> use, use your words. <laughs> nice, and I know you've gotten shout outs on like Cleveland Motor, yeah. Motorcycle mm-hmm. Man, so yeah, that's been really nice. Yeah, everybody's been super sweet through all this. It's it's really made a huge difference And don't go me. thinking this is a good cool. way to get attention from now on. Yeah, no, being a flesh crayon, not my top, not my top thing. Yeah. <laughs> Liza, what you got there? What do you mean? <laughs> so we got a couple of emails i wanted to read whoa, 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 hang on i want to talk about my care package oh yes oh uh, yeah but i already did the thing no but, i know you did. you're gonna have to <laughs> no. say it was quite do a, it again you up you've got mail no so, uh, <laughs> i promise it's gonna be very quick what did you get emma i got a package from in the mail sarah bettany yes you did and i, I in this package so i crack it open and there is a bottle of bombay sapphire that's a good one to have mm-hmm. cheers that everyone yeah cheers. Cheers. cheers congratulations and she uh, takes uh, his uh, leg. Sarah, i have a bottle stocked at home for uh, awesome. post work sarah you're an angel darling yeah. thank, thank you, you for so that. much and all the other misfits thank you as well because i'm passing the bottle Pass right now on the mouthwash <laughs> thank <laughs> you sarah <laughs> thank you we like the sapphire oh we love the sapphire and uh, so let me read these emails. We just got a couple real quick. Um, this one is from Dom from Brighton, UK. Hi, Dom. Um, Dom found us uh, thanks to his friend Ollie. Ollie Place, you'll remember. Ollie, our first emailer. Our yeah. first emailer ever mm-hmm. who won a T-shirt back three years ago. Wow. Yes. And so he learned about it through Ollie. And... Um, they had written in, Ollie had written in a while back talking about his friend who was building his own electric bike, and that would be Dom. So Dom says, it was great to hear the shout out at the beginning of the podcast a while back. I've listened to almost all your back catalog over the last couple of months. Oh. So the effect was really weird. Fourth wall breaking <laughs> slash Ferris Bueller talking to the camera moment. I had a really hard time explaining why I was laughing so hard to the guys I share my workshop with. First, I'd like to say that what you guys do is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Thank you. <laughs> there are, are already enough barriers to entry with motorcycling, from public perception to cost and a certain amount of gender stereotyping. Mm-hmm. Y'all manage to brush these aside and invite people in. We need more misfits everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
says, I'm considering opening my workshop on Sundays as we have the tools and room in the car park outside. Awesome. Right. Yeah, do it. I, yeah. I used to run a bicycle uh, open workshop in London, so I'm used to helping show people how to fix stuff. Can't be too hard, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, a bunch of eights and tens. Yeah. yeah, bunch of, yeah. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Says, yeah. I'm coming out to California in December. Hey. Oh, nice. And he hopes to catch up with friends and plan on visiting us. Right on. Yeah. 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 We're here. Year round, so Says, yeah. needless to say, he'd love to have access to a motorcycle while, while he's out here. <laughs> Any and Demi's all got one. advice on how to get a hold of a set of wheels would be amazing. You borrow mats. <laughs> we'll, make, we'll make something happen, probably. Says, I've been yeah. looking on Craigslist for something I could use, then sell, but it seems hard to find something that's not is not a shit tip for under one thousand, which I don't really have companies. spare. Which is like a hundred dollars a day, so or more. No, hundred dollars a day is cheap. It's yeah. like one fifty one eighty. Yeah, it's like one, yeah, Oof. it's really expensive. I could probably manage seven hundred and fifty dollars tops. I really don't care what it is. I just want to be mobile. What would you suggest? So uh, maybe we can start looking on Craigslist for him for somebody yeah. around that price. Um, I recently listened to the episode where you guys talked about the risks of lending people your own bikes. Mm-hmm. I agree that unless you can afford to replace a bike, you shouldn't borrow it. <laughs> that's why you can borrow Matt's scooter. <laughs> 50 bucks. And a 50 bucks. Hey, that scooter is a beast. It just wants to get away. Says also, I'd like to. Get, I'd like an excuse to come and work on something at the garage. I hope Cat's recovering okay, and I look forward to hearing from you. All the best, Dom. Aww. All right, cool. Hey, thanks Dom. for writing, Dom. Thanks, Dom. Right right cool. How's that bike coming along? I, it's hey. a cool looking bike. He's completed it. And is he's there got photos? Yeah. yeah. It looks like it's from the damn future. It's actually really yeah. well designed and looks nice. All right, Zach, you got an email? I do. This one is from uh, Rowdy... Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Piper. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> you guys know this better than me. Yeah, uh, brother. Rowdy yeah, Reimer. Brother. This is from, from Orlando. He says, hello, Misfits. For the first time in several weeks, he does not have another motorcycles and Misfits podcast to listen to. He's finally listened to them all. Oh, man. Wow. Like that? many others... Stop doing le- that, people. He said, like many others, <laughs> he learned about our show by watching Rideth Norman Reedus, and he began binge listening, starting with the first episode. Y'all, that's like 200 hours since It's a June. lot. That's it's a lot. Yeah. That's committal. Yes. I have, like clockwork orange. He says he has a 1988 Sportster, which he fucking loves, but he's not a typical Harley guy. For one, he always wears a full face shield helmet. There are some half helmets that look... He says there's some half helmets that look pretty in, pretty tempting, but his prefront, prefrontal cortex won't let him. <laughs> this is a good idea. He said he remembers seeing a picture on Rotten.com many years ago of a Harley rider oh, in yeah. the ER with his face completely With his jaw gone. I yep. remember that yeah. photo. Yeah. Yeah. Said dude was fully awake, but it was a ha- but had a mangled mess of meat where his mouth and nose and his should be. Tongue was hanging out his. Oh, dude, I yeah. saw that. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. You so, guys browse some weird shit. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> it's rotten. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, he says also he has absolutely no loyalty to the Harley brand. If he had plenty of money to spend on a new bike, he'd much rather have an Indian or Victory. If he wanted to stick yeah. to V twins, but he was also thinking about getting a V Strom versus the KLR six fifty Supermoto. Um, and he says that because uh, be because great. Emma's so Versus. damn knowledgeable, he took her endorsement of the bandits quite seriously. Mm-hmm. Right on. Shame. Um, oh. And yeah, don't <laughs> don't stroke her. He now. says he says when he first heard the Harley bashing on the show, he was like, "What the fuck?" And then he heard the jokes about Harley's reliability. Thought about um, about, the, about the fact that many sportsters have gone well over a hundred thousand miles on an engine rebuild. But then he also recalled the times he's had to loosen tight bolts or uh, tighten loose tight. bolts. Uh, including the one time his air cleaner was hanging on by just a single bolt, just <laughs> barely. I, I, I just want to say that my Harley is parked right outside, and 
it's the one that I ride up here probably more often than, than yep. any other. It's cool looking bike, too. It's a cool looking bike. Um, and yes, but he has to admit, Harley jokes are pretty funny. Thanks so much Horrors. for doing what you're doing, and rock on, Rowdy from Orlando. Yeah, rock thanks on, Rowdy. Thanks. Well, thanks you, for you the email, know. dude. Appreciate it. Yeah. And then I just have you do know that 80 yeah. percent of all Harleys are still on the road, right? Yeah, the other yeah. the other 20 percent made it home. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then just a real quick announcement: when um, when Nock and I were out at the AMA Vintage Days. Uh, we met a listener there. Um, oh, yeah. Mike Zimborski. And then mm-hmm. he later met us at the... the fucking Museum. AMA Hall of Fame. Yep. Well, at the uh, Vintage Days, they were doing a raffle for a zero. And he fucking won it. No. Yeah. Oh, shit. Shit. Nice. I always yes. thought those kinds of raffles were bullshit. They just kind of do it like to get your email number or email address and your social security number or something. But somebody actually won. He like, won a DSR. Jesus, man. Damn, That's great. Yeah, so congratulations on that, Mike. That's so cool. That's cool. Awesome. So you want to come, like, be my friend now so, <laughs> so I can write it? <laughs> and then um, we've only got a few minutes left, so I'm just going to drop a bomb on you all real quick. But Uh-oh. I'm not going to take you a You're not pregnant. Not going to take a lot of time to talk about it, but I'll just let... I'll let you guys know in the room while our listeners just find out, too. So for those who know, uh, the Recycle Garage, uh, we've been doing this for years now, and we've been utilizing the parking lot that's in front of the garage, which is part of a building, a business that lets us use it because they are not open on weekends. Well, the building is being sold, and uh, the potential buyers have always had trouble with rezoning but the city is approving their rezoning it's going to become residential damn it and with a with a uh, business in the back i don't know if that's going to be offices retail whatever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i don't know what the time frame is of this but we've known for years that this day will come Mm -hmm. um it looks like we're probably going to lose the parking lot so shit um, been I've been thinking about this a long time and it really kind of stresses me out. And we've talked about trying to find another place to move this, but it's really hard. Uh, There's just no money. We've yeah. got and we've got yeah. all the resources we need here, especially so, since the garage costs like half a million dollars alone here in Santa Cruz. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, pretty much. And and I'm going to talk to the new owners to see if there is any possibility that we can continue using Have it. A couple spaces maybe or something. However, I can see with it being residential that. If I was a landlord, I may not want a motorcycle, you know, club in the back. Right. Yeah. Not to mention they're going to be doing renovation on it. So there's probably going to be a dumpster dropped in the back one day mm-hmm. and construction. So I want to let you guys know um, I've really been worrying about this and what are we going to do. And for the past like year, I've been trying to come up with plans. But I think I have a plan that might work. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's not ideal. But... If we lose the parking lot, we open the compound. Um, Bikini bike wash up. Here's what I figured. <laughs> I've got two casts. I mean, that's like that's some kinky shit. People are really into it, man. <laughs> if I sell the concourse, two of my Honda Elites, and I farm my dirt bike out to someone else, like Jim's Jim's yard, and I get parking passes for my cars and put them on the street, I think we can park people's bikes in the driveway, and mm-hmm. if we can get that tent. People not leaving their bikes, I'm looking at you, Douglas, leaving their bikes too long and just having actively being worked on bikes, living in the tent, and maybe even have like a, uh, a lift on one side. I think 
we may still be able to do this just using the tent and the garage. I would just have to like roll all my bikes out yeah. to the street or something or into the backyard. But I think um, if we just really, uh, we're really going to have to go through this place, get rid of extra junk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think though we can use the tent outside and this space and i think we can continue being available to help people fix their bikes when we'll figure it out when you say get rid of extra we'll junk are you referring to the penises or the actual <laughs> no, or the dried possum on those the are those are essential. question are no, you the gonna this is our essential equipment are you going to leave the tent where it is out there yes yeah, so oh. those the tent is one of those costco garages that we're able to actually put like eight bikes in so um I know I'm dropping this all on y'all, but this may affect what's going on down the road with the recycled garage. And we're certainly open to ideas and suggestions from anyone here who may have something to offer. Um, If you're rich and listening, yeah, you yeah, want to buy suggestions and large checks. Hey, yeah. if, if somebody wants to buy me a house with a big garage, I'll be happy to open it up every weekend <laughs> for everyone to come to. Or just <laughs> just, just outbid the buyer. <laughs> I'd totally do that <laughs> if I had the money. So, yeah, right. um, yeah, just so everyone here knows, that's what's going on. Things will change, um, but I think we can make it work. We can work it out. I hope we can make it work. I mean, we'll make it the, work. The most valuable resource we have are ourselves are the people of the podcast yeah true so some are a little more valuable than others that true, true that <laughs> true true that but <laughs> no we'll work it we'll work this out but mm-hmm. yeah we will find a way would it, yeah. be, would it be funny if the residential guy moves in is like into motorcycles yeah wouldn't that be yeah that <laughs> who's, cool. who's looking for a place to rent at the moment yeah right mm. in yeah, this room exactly we're, we're gonna have uh yeah we yeah, have I'm, a bunch of places I'm, coming i'm up. pretty sure that we could fill their apartment if they needed <laughs> yeah do, do we know how much they're gonna charge for it's actually that or, might not yeah. be a bad Patreon idea subscribers could have a vacation getaway complete with yes <laughs> with yeah, we'll house free motorcycle we'll just airbnb repair. that thing yep. <laughs> yeah 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 all good ideas so um, I'll keep everyone uh, up to date as soon as I find out anything. But um, I, if anything, I know that the podcast will go on. And uh, yeah, I just want to let everyone know what's what's happening because it's it's been on my mind. And and I think uh, I, I mean I'm willing to sacrifice getting rid of some more bikes and to to keep this intact. Shit. Yeah, I mean, do I really need three Honda Elites? No. Mm. Yeah. No. But you only need two, two. escapes. Yeah. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't answer that definitely question. Definitely need two. Yeah. So I think that's wrapping up. Again, thank you. Hold on to Patreon subscribers. Um, means so much to us. Get your name. Everyone is helping cast. out. Exactly. We're going to put their names on the, on the cast cat. I'll get you that list this week and we'll post pictures of that. And we'll figure um, out how much it, it costs to get a picture of me in the cast <laughs> maybe and, with some ride me booty shorts and also just a reminder to those oh, who want to buy t-shirts we still have some t-shirts for sale 25 dollars includes shipping here in the united states so you can um, contact us here and then uh jim you had a quick announcement just a quick shout out and this might be a teaser for a later episode but we had a young woman roll through me mac uh <laughs> Me, Zach, Mike uh, went for a ride. Yep. Who else was with yep. us? It was just us, us, right? I think it was just us. So it was a young woman named Bailey who, real quickly, is riding out from the Midwest, uh, left her life behind, 
uh, followed her dream, jumped on a Triumph Bonneville, and started heading west. So she uh, was sitting on the beach in Santa Cruz, posted something on Facebook. A friend of hers, big shout out to Drew Gant in the Midwest, who's a podcast listener. Look at that. So she threw it out there. Hey, I'm here on the beach. He texted back. Hey, you need to hook up with this crew. So she reached out to Liza. Liza yeah. reached out to the community. We threw a ride together real quick, Zach. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that she went from like sitting on the beach and like, hey, I'm here to like people being like, yeah, we'll take you out in like 15 minutes. So <laughs> it was pretty cool. So um, anyway, long story short, we, we, we met up. We went for a great ride through the Redwoods. Yeah, lovely. Uh, we chilled out for a while at night, had a nice dinner. And then uh, Bailey and I actually took a midnight ride. Yep. Uh, she, was, she got on my DR350 and just loved it right away we were just going to start it next thing you know we're doing a ride down the coast um and i jumped on the nighthawk 250 which was a lot of fun so we just did a silly late night midnight ride that's cool and she is now down at babes right out so um, cool so she's been on the road for over two months uh, uh 21 years old having a great time so hopefully she'll swing back by and we can catch up with her adventures. But a big shout out yeah. to Drew, and what a great highlight of uh, the community we have here. So thank you. What you awesome. got? What you got? Not. Uh, congratulations to Mark Marquez for winning the MotoGP series. Hey. He clinched it. Yeah. Hey. Hey. So there you go. Well done. Nice. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And because it's been too long, Zach, can you tell people how to reach us? You can find us online at MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com, on Facebook at Recycle Santa Cruz. Send us an email at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com. And you can call and leave us a voicemail at 831-291-5112. Do we still get any of those? Uh, yes, we had a we few had a recently. <laughs> what? what? Where are they? It was the old it was just someone farting into guy. a phone, man. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you get drunk down? Liza would tell you, but her phone's on the middle of the 405 down oh, in LA. Yeah. Call, call and fart in the message. <laughs> no, um, we had a... We'll feature your fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fart feature. <laughs> Only if it sounds enough fart like a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a two-stroke fart, you got, you're got you going to go right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right into the yeah. intro. Yeah. 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 You'll be in the intro forever. <laughs> you're definitely in. Wow. Um, we have an Alaskan truck driver in Arkansas who rides a Harley and had some problems with things that I've said in Harley bashing. Of course. And yeah. he it was left a great email, though. I thought it was, no, it was an amazing voice voice voicemail. Yeah, yeah. I thought of it was great. which he had a lot of good points. It was too, it's too long to play, and I did email him back that you know we can continue an email conversation. I haven't heard back from him. I think he was just venting. And he's driving a truck. But it was, now, it, it, was yeah. it was it was it was well done. We, he, we no, it was I enjoyed a good it. One. I liked it. It was he, good. He yeah. was tired of your shit, Liza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he got it out. So on that note, let's let's get out of here. This is Liza. I am Zach. Bagel. Mike. Adrian. <laughs> this is Nock. Naked Jim. Michael. Douglas. Meow. Micah. Isaac. Andy. Matt. Charlie. And Emma, darling. And we're out of here. Cool. cool.